one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I spoke to a neuroscientist about the negative effects alcohol has on our brain. So I decided I'm going to take 12 months off and bring you along for the journey. Each week, I'm going to document how it's affected me physically, emotionally, socially, and also financially. Welcome to 28 and Sober. What's going on, you good humans? Welcome to the last episode of 28 and Sober. I've made it one year not drinking alcohol and what a journey it's been. Last year, I spoke to Nicole Vignola, neuroscientist, back on guest episode 44 of Good Humans Podcast and decided, you know what, I want to take a year off of alcohol. Nicole's one of the awesomest neuroscientists I've got to meet. And yeah, we spoke about the effects of a whole range of things on the brain from drugs to alcohol to sleep to a whole bunch of things. And when she spoke about alcohol, I was like, you know what, I've drunk for a big portion of my life. We understand the negative effects of it. And yeah, I decided I'm going to try and do a year off and take a bit of a challenge. So I've just hit 365 days and yeah, feeling great. I quickly want to mention um, before I get into this episode, a bit about, I mean, I guess our sponsor, but the Good Human Factory, our the organization that I run, the mental health business that puts on this podcast. I go around doing workshops at schools, but we also do really cool merch. And I want to talk about something that's really special that we've got going on for Mother's Day. So we all are grateful for our mums, hopefully, for all of us lucky enough to have good relationships with our mums. So I wanted to do a special for Mother's Day where we can really tell them how much we're grateful for them. So with every purchase of women's clothing for the next two weeks leading into Mother's Day up until Monday the 3rd of May, I think it is. I might be wrong, but the Monday before Mother's Day coming up on the 14th of May, um... Yeah, I'm going to be doing any bit of women's merch that is bought, any of the women's shirt, any of our unisex hoodies as well. I'm going to throw in a free pair of socks. They're worth $25, so you get a nice little gift on top of your purchase. Plus, I'm going to put in one of our special Thanks for Being a Good Human gratitude cards. So the point of doing this is you get the shirt, you get the free pair of socks, but the special part about the gift is you get to write your mom a special gratitude card and let them know why you're grateful for them. This will have more impact than you can imagine. Writing a nice little gratitude note, letting our family, letting our mums know how grateful for, grateful for them we are is a really special thing. I'm writing mine out today. My mum's going overseas before Mother's Day, so I'm going to write a really nice gratitude card for her today. I'm going to send down a shirt and some socks for her to see what her reaction's like. But if you want to get involved, you want to spoil mum for Mother's Day, let her know how much you're grateful for her get that really nice positive feeling for your mom, um, head over to thegoodhumanfactory.com. You can still use the code podcast, which will get you 25% off. It's going to cost you about less than $50 for a shirt, a pair of socks, and a gratitude card. The ultimate gift for mom for Mother's Day. A great way to support the Good Human Factory and spread that gratitude around. So head over to thegoodhumanfactory.com, grab some merch for mom, and yeah, be very grateful for that for you. Okay, my year sober, far out. It's just been an epic year to be honest so many things have changed in my life and obviously it's a lot because of the alcohol but I thought I'd go through the top five things that I've kind of felt seen noticed reflected on 
that have changed in my life that are positive. So the first thing I guess that has helped me a lot and that has been a really good part of this challenge is just the inspiration I've been able to show to others. There's been hundreds of you who have reached out, let me know that my journey has inspired you to take a little bit of time off, inspired you to reflect on your own drinking habits and have a bit of a think, look at my story and find similarities, but then go, you know what? Yeah, I don't need to drink all the time. I can take a month off. I can take two months off. I can stop completely and it's going to benefit my life. So the first thing that's been a big help for me and a really special part of this challenge is to know that it's been a help for a lot of you, which, yeah, I'm so grateful that my little challenge could inspire some of you. So that's the first thing. Um, And that's something that anybody who does decide to take some time off know that you're going to inspire the people around you. You're going to bring the people around you on that journey as well. And it'll bring a bit of light into your inner circles, kind of alcohol consumption themselves. So first one, inspiring others, a really big one for me. Second positive I've really found from it is just spending more time alone. I'm someone who used to really struggle to sit by myself and be alone. I would always be trying to find something to do to almost distract myself from being alone. Um, and yeah, by taking time off alcohol, I've been spending many, many weekends where I've just been watching the football alone. My beautiful partner, Carol's back over in Brazil. She has been for the last five months. So I've been spending a lot more time alone and I'm just learning how that feels, trying to sit with that boredom. And it's something I do struggle with, but it's something that I'm really grateful for the last year. I've begun to understand a bit more about myself, a bit more about being um, alone and solitude. And yeah, not being too scared of it and just sort of leaning into that feeling of loneliness and leaning into that feeling of, yeah, just solitude. So that's the second one that I've kind of just been enjoying, sort of learning that that's okay. The third one, and this has been probably one of the biggest ones, is better sleep and more rest on weekends because I used to almost feel like, oh, on a Sunday I'll be hungover and that's my rest day. But now with a few different tracking things like an Aura Ring and also an Apple Watch, I've been tracking my sleep sort of last year compared to this year and the improvement has been profound. Just getting more rest, knowing during the week I'm far more switched on and ready to perform at a level that I want to. It's been, yeah, a big eye-opener for me to realize that when we're drinking alcohol, it really affects our sleep massively. So if one or two nights a week, we're getting average night's sleeps and it's taken us a night or two to get back to uh, a decent night's sleep. It just puts us so out of whack and really doesn't allow us to yeah, perform at our peak. So sleep has been a huge one for me, making sure on the weekends I'm getting good either sleep-ins or really rested nights, not staying up really late. And yeah, I've found big positives in that. Another one, um, better immunity. I haven't been sick once the last year, not even really close to a cold or to any sort of illness. So yeah, that's been a big one and I've been looking it up online and that's been one of the things that I've seen is a big health benefit of stopping alcohol, better immunity. Also my skin's been way better. I haven't really had any pimples last year. If that's something that you struggle with, um, your skin and breaking out and you drink quite a bit of alcohol, see if pulling back maybe helps that out a little bit. And also, yeah, if you're someone who gets sick quite a bit, um, alcohol, yeah, does really lower our immune system. So That's been another one that I've really been loving to experience, better health, massive, massive one. And then another one that I've really been enjoying about not drinking is saving money. I mean, the last year, I kind of worked out that I might spend between $50 and $100 um, 
yeah, a week. So yeah, close to five to 10 grand in a year, probably even save more money than that um, on alcohol and going out and those nights out that just sort of drag on with different dinners and all that fun stuff. But yeah, just having a year off that has been quite nice. There's obviously been some things that have changed, I'd call maybe in the negative that are byproducts of some of the things that have changed that are the positive as well. But I think we need to learn that for certain positive things to happen, we do need to sacrifice other things. So the few negatives that I've kind of found um, would be a little bit less social, I'd feel. I think that alone time, I need to find a bit better balance now that I will go back to drinking. I think I'm going to take all of May off as well, if I'm being completely honest. I feel just so good. And I'm going to Europe in June for two weeks on tour with my sister and Fisher. Decide that's probably a good time to get back into drinking just for a few weeks. And then I'm going to come back and probably stop once again. So, yeah, I think the social aspect for me has been something that I've missed a little bit. I do have a lot of friends who don't drink. So I've been spending still a lot of quality time during the day having a few dinners here and there. But on the weekends, apart from going to special events, I haven't really been going out. There's been a few really big highlight events that I've been to since I've been not drinking. Um, I went to Rufus twice during summer. That was really, really fun. I went down to Melbourne and watched Fisher DJ um, at his festival down there, which was epic. I went out multiple nights and watched my friends Alex Hayes DJ um, in different venues down in Sydney at Wharf Bar and a few other places up in Noosa and um, around the Gold Coast, which, yeah, once again, was still really fun. I enjoyed myself, but it got to the point where everyone started to get pretty intoxicated, starting to sort of change the energy and the vibration they were on, and that was sort of the moments that I went home on those nights. So, yeah, I still feel like I really had some fun nights out, some enjoyable times, but I just didn't have those every weekend just for the sake of it going out. And yeah, I've been kind of happy about that, to be honest. So that's something that I found, yeah, a pretty kind of, I guess you'd call a negative, a bit less social. A lot of friends who were just sort of drinking friends fell off the radar a little bit. Absolutely still talk to a bunch of them through social media, run into them here and there, but just don't have those long sort of drunken nights out. But that's been a positive change. I feel like it's forced me into a bit more maturity and learning that it's okay to sort of stay home, spend time with my partner, and yeah, spend time with myself. So there are a few of the, I guess, half positive, half half negatives. And then how I thought I'd finish this episode is a few tips. If you feel like, you know what, I want to take some time off. I've been inspired by Cooper's journey. It sounds like some things that I want to see in my life, better sleep, better immunity, more alone time, inspiring my community, saving money, all these things that we get from pulling back on alcohol that sounds like something you want to do. Here's a few of my biggest tips. Um, one was a quote that I heard from a friend of mine, Scott O'Halloran, who most of you probably know as Sassy Scott on TikTok, Instagram. Um, he's also been a guest on this podcast and he doesn't drink either. And when I was chatting to him about my sober challenge, he's like, yeah, everyone, when we go out and you order a drink is so judgmental. But what I've been telling everyone is I didn't stop drinking. I just stopped drinking alcohol. And I felt that empowered me quite a bit. I was like, yeah, I can still get uh, either a mocktail or there's so many great non-alcoholic beers. There's non-alcoholic spirits now. And he said, yeah, I still go out. I get drinks, but I just don't drink alcohol. And when I heard that, it was good because my kind of whole mindset was always, oh, I've got to go drink soda water. I've got to drink water. And I felt a bit of pressure and connotation to that, that water was 
kind of less than the alcoholic beverages. But once I started drinking non-alcoholic beers, non-alcoholic seltzers, um, different mocktails, and I started drinking, but just not drinking alcohol, I, um, yeah, I felt a lot less alone doing that. So that was a big help for me. So you don't have to stop drinking. You just stop the alcohol part. Um, a second thing that I think is a massive help is setting a challenge. Pick a few months, pick a month, pick six months and set a timeline and just in your head say, I'm just not drinking in that gap. That's something I kept doing in my head was when I was tempted being like, well, no, that's just, I'm not doing it. So yeah, it just is what it is. And then also having the accountability. So either trying to do it with some friends, challenging your best friend, challenging your partner, let's do a month together getting a little group chat with each of you, setting little things that you can do on the weekend instead, whether it be going to the movies, going out to healthy dinners, going to top golf, finding activities that don't need alcohol involved that you can still, yeah, have a really good time. So yeah, set little challenges. And the last tip, and I think this was the biggest one that I got out of, was questioning the societal norms. What do you want out of your life? Are your friends drinking every weekend? It doesn't really feel like what you want to do. Just question it. Why Why do we have to go out and drink? And something that I really got a lot out of was the fact, I guess working in mental health, I began to realize that a lot of the biggest organizations in the world are alcohol companies. A lot of the best psychologists and neuroscientists and people who study the brain, a lot of the best ones work for these big corporations and their job is to create marketing that tells you when you buy our product, that'll make you feel good. When you get this drink, that'll make you significant. And once I started to really question that and really take notice of that, going like, actually, no, I don't have to listen to this marketing that's job is to tell me to buy this alcohol. I need to work out what's good for me. What actually, does this alcohol company care about me or do they care about profits? They don't care about me. And once I started to do that, I was like, oh, yeah, true. I don't have to drink. Like, I'm taking care of what matters to me. And that was a big one for me to, yeah, really question, sit with my own values, what matters to me. And yeah, understanding I don't need to be out drinking every weekend doing that anymore because, yeah, where I want my life to go isn't fully aligned with that lifestyle. And yeah, I'm happy with where that's going. So I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has been a part of this journey, who sent me messages, who see me out at night and called me out on it. You guys have been the ones who have really helped me get to the end of this. It's been a crazy 12 months. I'm so like super pumped on knowing that I could do it. I'm very proud of myself, to be honest. I've had a lot of friends reach out saying how proud they are. And I didn't really think about it until recently. Like, it's a pretty cool achievement to know I'll always be able to look back throughout my life and know that I can take a year off and if I need to, take more off. So I'm going to take the rest of May off, I think. My birthday is until the 10th of May. That was the whole point of the 28 and Sober Challenge. Do all of 28 Sober. I think I'm going to take the next couple of weeks off the Monday episodes. I might do a check-in after my birthday on the 10th of May let you know if I cracked, if I had a drink for my birthday, but I think I'm going to wait until the end of May until I go to Europe. But as I said, thank you so much. Head over to thegoodhumanfactory.com. Go spoil your mum for Mother's Day. Any piece of merch, 25% off with the code podcast. You can, um, yeah, you get a free pair of socks if you get any of the unisex hoodies or any of the women's merch. I'm going to give a free pair of socks. And yeah, I'm going to give you a gratitude card to write mum a gratitude note. Let her know how much she means to you make her smile this Mother's Day. And yeah, thank you so much as always for supporting this podcast. If you've got something out of this journey, if you think this episode might've helped a friend to get them inspired to take some time off alcohol, 
point them direct towards the podcast, send them the link, leave us a five-star rating, click follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thanks for continuing to tune in. We've got a really big this week, uh, big week ahead, episode 100 coming this Friday. It's going to be an episode with me as a guest, actually. I'm going to get my friend Harry Bink to interview me. It's going to be a fun, wacky, different episode. You're going to get to know my story a little better. We've also got this Wednesday a really special 1% episode. We've just hit 10 million views on TikTok for Good Humans Podcast. Hashtag. I'm going to bring you a bunch of the highlights from that. I'm also going to be yeah, talking to you a bit more about the Mother's Day special and the exciting stuff we have coming up with the Good Human Factory. So keep tuned in this week. Love you all. Thank you so much for the support. I'll see you as the week goes on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.